Sweet. And <laughs> welcome back to yeah. another week of Rad Country. Rad Country. Man. Rad Country. Rad Country is pretty sweet. That's all I'm saying. We've done some some pretty cool things over the last few weeks. Yeah, I definitely have things that probably had I just been not doing anything like this podcast. Yeah, um, it definitely wouldn't have happened. And yeah. here we are. And well, we we have good conversations anyway. So so here's the funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on. I'm approaching this um, to get more guests on the show. Right. Yeah. Cool, cool people that like other people would enjoy hearing about them. And uh, I'm typing and I'm like, oh my gosh, like sending it out to some people that I would want to have on here. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm typing and I'm like, hey, uh, so I have this podcast and I'm like, everybody right now has a podcast <laughs> so i'm like wait a second let's not yeah let's start this conversation everybody has a podcast so basically i just started putting it in there trying to make it funny yeah like hey i'm just another guy so yeah, we have one follower but <laughs> i know i'm like uh number one hundred thousand on your list of podcasts to uh respond to but please yeah if you i'm just hoping there's that like <laughs> silver lining there's that moment that little yeah. defect in the algorithm and they're just kind of like, Dude, yep. I think it's a thing like for salespeople, like just no matter where you're doing it at for every hundred asks or for every hundred no's you get one. Yes. Yeah. That's all we need. Yeah. The diamond in the rough. Like you're talking. Colonel Sanders was told 1009 times no about his chicken recipe before somebody was like, I like your chicken, boy. I think that actually happened to Danny DeVito, too. Really? Yes. He was denied. For, it's Danny DeVito. Yeah. He was denied so much, and then it just took the one time, and he got it. I don't know what role it was uh, that he ended up getting. Um, maybe if Bulbasaurus Rex could look it up for us if he was here today. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah. That I guarantee that that movie was probably maybe Jack and the Bear. Jack and the Bear. Or no, Taxi. Because Danny DeVito was on Taxi. Like this the was, old TV show. This was before uh, Twins? Yeah, that was... This was... We're talking 70s. Oh, okay. 60s, 70s, well, I think. So I was way later. Yeah. Hmm. So that was probably Danny DeVito's... I think. Yeah, Danny it's a DeVito. cool story. I think it was like 90-some times he was denied. Really? Yep. So uh, I'm kind of disappointed you haven't mentioned my shirt yet. Well, I was going to bring it up uh, right after you were looking at something up on the computer there, but your shirt is fantastic. I walked in and you were just kind of like, I was taken back. What is this? And I was a little bit jealous. Yeah. So these shirts, um, if you're going down I-80 yeah. or I-70, stop at any gas station, you're going to find these shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of Native American yeah. stuff that you can purchase because truckers love Native American stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we've come to that conclusion. Um, and one of the big things that I noticed was you go in my dad, who is a truck driver, mm -hmm. go into his house. Everything's Native American in there. I'm like, like he. Like dream catchers. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, he has purchased everything under the sun that's Native American. <laughs> but we have. That's good. We have, you know, blood ties to 
Native American heritage, so nice. I don't know what. So I'm gonna. Oh, I was like, what that. tribe? Tell me. I have no I idea. I want to know. Um, no, no idea. <clears throat> I just know that <laughs> growing up, my grandparents on the Rucker side had some buffalo out behind their house and different stuff like that. It was my. They were a little nice. different. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So that's why I bought the shirt um, because I am well, also a trucker. So you had to stop at the old truck stop. <laughs> Stopped the old in there, t-shirt um and uh picked me up a quick t-shirt so yeah. i was like, i mean is there any significance to it do you are you I were you just, drawn to that particular shirt that scene did it speak to your soul i think i think i saw it and i was like i am i'm a wolf yeah i like wolves yeah and they're they're strong and hardy four of us wolves running around the desert together in las vegas Looking for strippers and cocaine. Elusive, maybe a little. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I no, this it's shirt. very inspiring. Yeah, yeah. It's it's inspiring. Whole... People see it and they think, I would like to fight a wolf one day. They're like that Nick. He's a real He's something else. He's a real wolf. He's a real wolf. I just like the whole like I don't know if you can see it on camera, but it looks like a like a storm is happening in the black and gray. Like I wanna say that wolves run from giant like avalanches and oh. there was an avalanche taking place there's like a comet going there was a comet and uh the wolves were just like i ain't about no comets and they started running <laughs> they started the running because they were like remember the dinosaurs bro <laughs> and like remember that because yeah. we were there for that yeah. you know like yeah. we were dinosaurs once and he was just he was the badass at the end that made it out yeah and that's you and that was, that's me. And it's just like, hey, they're about to bust through my chest because they're running so fast. Yeah. And no, I get it now. Yeah. So. I'm going to look at truck stop shirts differently when I go in now. Yeah. So if you Google truck stop apparel, you're not going to be disappointed. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. That's a string of words I've never put together <clears throat> on Google. Google it right now. Look it truck up. Truck stop. So I have... Kind of a, a rad um, random fact for the week. Yep. So this is kind of crazy. You never really think about, um, well, for one, funny. I have some funny news that I heard this week. So we have kids in the house, right? Play yep. Pokemon Go. Okay. Um, a grown man <laughs> was playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. And he wasn't paying attention to where he was at, which clearly I've played Pokemon Go mm -hmm. because kids. Yep. No big deal. Um, and he, whenever you open the screen, it says, hey, be aware of your surroundings. Don't fall into manholes. Um, and he didn't read that apparently. And so he was walking along and he fell and broke his arm. And that was not too far from here. Like this past few days in the past few days yeah like friday what <clears throat> yeah huh i'm not gonna say it's not it wasn't in nebraska but it was one of the states that's real close to nebraska does it rhyme with schmiowa <laughs> <laughs> maybe huh um which brings me to the point the acronym for iowa yeah idiots out walking around yes so sorry sorry he definitely helped you out so, so I'm loving this apparel. That's all I'm saying. What like, are you What are you coming across there? I just there's a lot of I just went to images. 
Um, which, by the way, just a side rant, I hate Google Images right now. Like they did something and now I can't, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, if you go and you don't click on anything, you can see all of it. It's stupid. So random fact that I came across this week. Tell me. Um, for one, I have two, two random facts. Okay. So World War II, right? Picture this. Yes. British. Um, their Royal Air Force. They yep. were trying to disguise the fact that they had radar systems to track other planes in the sky, right? Mm -hmm. So in order to trick the Germans into not thinking they had superpowers, whatever, and hide that they had this um, intelligence, yep. they put out news telegraphs and everything else that we feed our guys a whole bunch of carrots. Yes. And it helps with their eyesight. Yes. And I think it's vitamin K, right? Yeah. Yep. With carrots. And so they basically, the Germans for the longest time thought that these guys are eating massive amounts of carrots. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're going to, what yep. are we going to do? Yep. And so, <clears throat> random fact, that's how like the first radar tracking systems. That was a random fact. Yes. Um, another one is, if you ever have a cut, you know how you don't want to get salt on it. Yep. But if you put sugar on a cut, it will actually heal faster. Sugar on a cut heals faster. Yep. Yep. So pour some sugar on top of a wound and wrap it with a bandage. Yep. The granules of the sugar crystals will absorb any moisture that that bacteria thrive on. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Random facts. Solid. I don't know if I'm going to test it on myself, but the next time you get cut, I, I want to hear like a full report. Yeah. I mean, I'll lose an arm or something. I'm packing sugar in there. And you're going to try and grow it back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a Deadpool situation. Yep. Got it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I got from what you just read. Yeah. Is that you can grow your limbs back by packing sugar into it. Yep. Yep. So we got you some cool stuff. We're switching it up this week. Um, yep. We have cameras on us. Um, and, uh, and Justin's, <laughs> I don't, I'm going to do the sound. You uh, do there you go. <laughs> Radwash, Nick Rucker country. Soon we ordered a giant banner that will go right here. It will yep. say rad country. And who knows? We may have apparel soon too. Some t-shirts. Yes. Yep. I'm digging the t-shirts. I like the idea of stickers. Yep. I don't know. You tell us. What do you want? Yeah, what do you want? I like hats, too. I'm a big hat guy. Big, big hat fan. Yep. 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 As you can see, Justin is sporting a hat today. Nick uh, told me uh, that I couldn't wear my hat today, I, uh, but I said, nope, I'm going to wear it anyway. I didn't say it like that. I was more like, hey, maybe you shouldn't wear your hat. Sounds exactly like don't wear your hat. Yeah. Well, sorry. Uh, is that a Colorado <laughs> Rockies hat? Was that from your recent trip to Colorado? Yeah. So when I was in Colorado, I like to buy some souvenirs every now and then. I like swag. Yeah. Um, especially from, I like Colorado a lot. It's probably my uh, favorite place to visit. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not a sports guy. So I couldn't like, I can't pledge allegiance to any particular team. So no, this is just a Colorado like state just situation. Like, going you just on. like the state. Yeah. It's. I'm going to rep yeah. Colorado for what it is. So like those teams wouldn't even be cool in Colorado if Colorado wasn't as cool as it is. That's true. Right. That is a Nobody bold... gives a shit about the Rockies, like the team. Yeah. They care about the, the actual yeah. thing. I've never even, yeah. like, nobody looks, Ooh. nobody gets on Google and like, hey, I'm going to look up my favorite team, the Colorado Rockies. Right. And if the Broncos were in like 
Fargo. Nobody's <laughs> following the Broncos. Fargo, North Dakota Broncos. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> that's bullshit. Nobody wants <clears throat> that. So anyway. Speaking of before you got here, I was playing some NHL hockey on mm-hmm. Xbox. And I'm thinking I'm a oh my gosh, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan since I was born. Um, I follow the Yankees baseball, the Royals, whatever. But all the sports, it's just like I'm I'm just like kind of over it. Like, yeah. For one, my team hasn't won in like 50 years. So I'm getting very like, when's it going to be, you know? And uh, why do you hang on? Like, I don't, I've tried to break this down with other people. Yeah. Because listen, I appreciate sports for everything that they are. Teach leadership and camaraderie and team and all of that uh, bullshit. But like, what is it that ties you to a team and keeps you there even when they suck? Like the Cowboys. I don't even know. Like, there's been many times where I'm like, hey, I'm going to jump ship this year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I'm like, yeah, better not. You just feel like a jerk on the inside? You can't. This is my like, team. Like, if you're that invested and you've made a public statement yeah. that says, hey, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan or, hey, I'm a Chiefs fan or yeah. or a Seahawks fan, gross. Um, then, <laughs> <laughs> um, then if you were to go back and say, you know what, this year, I'm going to be a little different. Yeah. I have a friend who recently, he's been a Packers fan his whole life. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you. And <laughs> he's like, oh, my work bought me a Chiefs shirt, so all of a sudden I'm a Chiefs fan. That doesn't count. Oh. So whenever he talks shit to me during Cowboys and Packers games, I'm like, I don't even care. Don't even care, buddy. Yeah. It's not going to work on me. It's You're not going to work on you. Jedi mind shit. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> buy you like a 49ers jersey no yeah it'll be a nice one no and you'll want to wear it it'll be a thing (laughs) that's not true and i'm gonna slowly switch you from a cowboys fan to a 49ers fan i just randomly picked the 49ers i could have gone anywhere no that'll never we can go closer to home you could be ooh, uh the raiders need new fans right yeah that's not gonna happen either yeah we'll do that (laughs) are you just telling me what's gonna happen yeah no Watch, it'll be like a Jedi mind trick. Yeah, that that, that, that whole like, thing. It's just like, so I was born, like, I remember this day. Um, you remember? Yeah, 1984. Um, like on a slip and slide? <laughs> Gross. What? Uh, no. And um, so I was born, and I think like my first two years, my grandpa had given me a Dallas Cowboys helmet. And I, he's a huge baseball. Like my grandpa growing up, baseball. That was mm-hmm. it. Baseball, baseball. He played college baseball and like had a shot at, to play in the minors. Yep. And for the Cincinnati Reds, he was going to go up to the big leagues and gave it, decided to do farming instead. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a tough decision to make. That had to be a tough decision. Um, and so I don't know where it came from, the Dallas Cowboys stuff. But uh, then – as life progressed, it was just like, it was a thing, you know, mm-hmm. and it didn't become even a big deal until I don't feel like until social media, like the internet. Yeah. Um, because back in what the nineties, you could be a fan of whatever team and you don't really give each other shit. I don't remember getting shit for being a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. I just remember being like, well, hey, I, I have a starter f- jacket and the, the Cowboys were like pretty stacked in the nineties. Oh, yeah, 90, 93 through 95. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Huskers, 92. like people hang on to that particular time frame. Yeah. Like, yeah, we were the shit. Yeah. We were unstoppable. 
well, you got stopped at some point and it's, you haven't been able to nothing, start again. So, nothing's, nothing good's happening. But the 90s were cool. That's probably why you didn't get shit, though. Yeah. But you, I, you were at the top of the pecking order. You were the wolf on your T-shirt in the 90s. Yep. But now, I'm sorry, dude. You're like the rabbit. I know. It's sad. It's getting caught in the avalanche. And that's, that's the thing. I like. I think I like the Huskers because there's a lot of tradition there. Like, if yeah. you feel it, like, especially here. And that's crazy. Like, whenever fly all the time, <clears throat> go out on trips, and it's like you're going back to Omaha, yep. and you start seeing Husker stuff. As you get closer. Every, every time, <laughs> and you're just kind of like, hey, yep. we're going home. Yep. And uh, I like the Huskers because of that aspect of things. And, yeah. you know, it's I don't follow college sports, like, whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I just don't care. Mm -hmm. And um, so back to what I originally was talking about, playing – NHL 18. Yes. That's the only version I have. I love hockey. Yes. Like, I love watching hockey. It's just more fast-paced. Like, mm -hmm. there's always something happening. And people are just riled up, you yeah. know? Like, it's not like a football game where, hey, if one team's driving down the field, it's kind of slow, kind of boring. If there's a lot of – if they're a running team, it's just kind of like – unless they have a huge break, yep. it's just kind of like, okay. Like, I went to the <clears throat> Cowboys – Bears game last year in Chicago, and if your team's losing, it sucks. You're just, <laughs> it but, the, so fun. but in hockey, it's like you could be down by two goals, mm -hmm. and you're still in the game. Yes, like, but if you're down by like three or two touchdowns, like, it's kind of sometimes hard to come back from that. Yeah. And realistically, you have to start accepting that. Um, it was funny. That was like the first game because I've been to a Cowboys game at Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Arrowhead Stadium's a horrible place to go if you're the opposing team. Yeah. Um, they're just not friendly mm -hmm. um, unless you know the people, whatever. Then yeah. um, Chicago, those guys, like, they have been through so much shit as Chicago <laughs> Bears fans. Like <laughs> They just appreciate yeah. everybody. <clears throat> so I was sitting by some guys that were just like, you know, like the, uh, the bears, yep. like those kind of guys, that's yes. how all their fans were. And I was like, yep. this is who I would be a fan of if I wasn't a Cowboys fan as a yep. bears. And I'm sitting next to these guys and Matt Trubisky, their quarterback for the bears. Like he's well known for being like a shitty quarterback. Mm -hmm. Right. And they keep holding on to him. They've had a horrible sling of different quarterbacks. And the guys are standing, like, sitting next to me. We're watching it. Matt Trubisky goes up like he's going to snap, get a snap. And he looks like he second guesses what he's like. And yeah. this guy's like, hey, hey, huddle up, guys. Like, making fun of him. Like, hold on. Re let's rethink this. I don't want to play anymore. And I'm just, like, dying the whole time, like, That's laughing because awesome. these guys are so funny. And uh, so that was a great experience whenever Leslie and I went to Chicago and yeah. watched the Cowboys and Bears. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Yep. Yeah, so man. hockey's a thing. I think yeah. I'm going to – there, but it becomes, like, who are you going to like? Like, right. I feel like I need to represent, like, my home state of Missouri and, like, yeah. the St. Louis Blues. Mm -hmm. But I wish we would just get a professional team of some sort here in Dude, Omaha. That'd be sweet. I think we could support it. And hockey would actually probably be a good one mm -hmm. to start with. I, baseball would probably be super good because the College World Series and all that. I yeah. think we have a big enough, like, baseball. Well, last year they base. hosted the uh, Royals and the Tigers. Mm-hmm at um td ameritrade and that drew a crowd right oh i i imagine yeah. i was looking at tickets and i think that they were like kind of sold out before yeah. yeah i don't know i think we could do it yeah but who are we 
I think somebody, whenever Stothert was going through the last election, yeah, some guy was talking about running, mm-hmm. and he was like, I'm going to bring a professional football team to Omaha. Mm-hmm. But I just think logistically they can't figure it out. Yeah. I think that's where what it comes down to. Yeah. And doesn't make sense. Well, it comes down to money, too. I mean, they're yeah. <clears throat> stadium. You have to be able to pack that stadium. You know right. what I'm saying? Like fill it out, fill the whole season out. Right. But I think I it know, comes I, into rebuilding the highways, too. That's like, true. To be able to accommodate like, that much traffic. Redo the infrastructure a little bit or yeah. adjust it. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think but also shit, people treat the Huskers like they're a pro team. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and that's, that's a nightmare trying to get into Lincoln, like yeah. go down there and park at Memorial Stadium. Yeah. yeah. That's um, but I think here I think that Omaha is trying to keep like that small town feel mm-hmm. or small city feel. And I think that that would take away from it because <clears throat> we have, I mean, it's a big baseball team or a big baseball yeah. city. I mean, we have the Omaha storm chasers, yep. which used to be the Omaha Royals, mm-hmm. um, used to play in Ro- Rosenblatt stadium. And now they're at it. Um, Warner park, yep. which you can see it from our office. Mm-hmm. And, um, they had the, uh, uh, Creighton blue Jays. Yep. Of course we had that professional, what was it? That one football team that came here for like one season or maybe not even a full season. I think oh. the league got shut down, but. Was it the anyway. XFL? No, uh, I don't think it was XFL. <clears throat> the Blackhawks or something like that. Oh, so like arena football. Oh, it wasn't arena. They were playing at TD Ameritrade. Gotcha. Yep. Anyway, right. whatever. Huh. Well, we have Omaha Heart, <laughs> which is the, the women's lingerie football yes. team. Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. I, I need to talk Becky and it going. <laughs> Good luck, I guess. Yeah. Um, We have the – I mean, baseball is pretty prevalent. But you look at our hockey, like we have the Mavericks. Yep. Um, We have the UNO – well, no. There is the Mavericks, and then there's the Lancers. Yes, the Lancers Um, are semi-pro. Yes. Like, they're good. Fun fact, when I was growing up, we used to go to a lot of Lancers games, and there was a Justin Morrison on the team. Really? Yeah. That was like my little claim to fame when I was a little kid. Nice. He's like, I have the same name as a Lancers hockey player. <laughs> they seem, yeah. they're really young. I mean, most of those players. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, that, like whenever I first moved here, I started going to Lancers games because I'd never been to a hockey yep. uh, game at all. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. You know, it's just a whole different vibe. And then you're sitting there, and you're like, man, I wish I would have had hockey at my high school growing up because that would have been sweet. Dude, uh, the first professional event that I ever went to, sporting event, was hockey. Really? Yep. It was the Nashville Predators. I can't remember who they played. Um, but I think they were, like, at the top of the league that season. They might have actually gone on to win the cup, or they for sure played in the tournament. That was the first, like, professional sporting event that I ever went to. It was super fun, and hockey's fun to watch anyway live. Like, yeah. If you watch anybody play here, it doesn't matter if it's the Mavericks or if it's the Lancers, like you're going to have a good time no matter what. The yep. only thing I don't like, cause I don't like cold. So hockey games are just cold, Yeah, but that's it. I just always dress warm and right. You're in that time of year anyway, where you walk outside and it's cold and right. then you walk in there and you're like, Oh, nothing changed besides it's not windy. Right. We went to, or I went to like a stars, Lincoln stars and 
Lancers game, mm-hmm. those get really intense. Really? Like there's a lot of fights. Yeah. Every time I've gone, there's huge fights. Maybe I maybe we can throw a clip in here. I've got a clip of one of the fights, but nice. those are uh, pretty awesome. That, but whenever you talk about, hey, which team am I going to root for? Yeah, I have no idea. I got to go Predators. Yeah, in hockey, just because it was the first one. So it's like, mm, I suppose if there's like an allegiance to be had, it's that. I don't know. Well, I think like at this age, like whenever you're deciding teams, mm-hmm. you pick teams when you're a kid, like, and then you grow yeah. into it. Okay. Right? So So you kind of just grow up with the team. In your 30s, people are like, what? Like whenever you're like, they all of a sudden see you with a St. Louis Blues shirt on or something. Or who are you? Yeah. Like when did you get into hockey? You're that stupid fucking wolf person. (laughs) (laughs) It's either that or the wolf shirt, guys. Uh, What what do you want me to do? (laughs) Um, So I'm going to be looking. I'm going to be shopping around. I might might pick a team i might not i might just be like rob Lowe and have a nfl you know when he was in the stands and he had a watching the rams play and he had just a hat that said nfl that's my kind of guy i want to just wear the nfl hat yeah i didn't even know that was a thing so you're more of a rob Lowe and type character yeah yeah that'd be maybe that's a good character to have It's not bad. And I'm more of a, I'm going to pick one, and then all of a sudden they're going into a drought for the next 20 years. Mm. And then I'm going to be like, yeah. So the last T-shirt that I bought was um, whenever I was out in Connecticut recently, and I'm very disappointed about this, is that I Googled it after our last podcast with the Hayes brothers. We talked about Ed and Lorraine Warren Museum in their house out in Connecticut. And you didn't go. And it was 30 minutes away from where I stayed. Horribly disappointed uh, in that. Yeah. That's and just poor planning on your part. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Like, so. How many times will that happen again? Probably zero. Unless I just go make a trip out there, you know? Like, I could make a special trip to Connecticut. No, I'm saying, like, missing out on the opportunity. Oh, yeah. It's that's weird. never. It's gonna I'm going to know exactly now. zero more times. Yeah. I'm going to know. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so whenever I was out in Hartford. Yep. Um, the, they have a team called, or did have a team called the Hartford Whalers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, um, and they Is that are Spanish <laughs> like C. whale. Oh, like C. Oh, are you, are you saying, like C are you asking senior, if I'm like, yes, C yeah. yes. Okay. Yep. I'm just curious. Um, and so the Hartford Whalers, so I'm a I'm a big fan of truck stop t-shirts, airport t-shirts. <laughs> I might buy me some luggage when I'm at an airport. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I definitely give in to just anything, you yeah. know, like Sky Miles uh, or not Sky Miles, but Sky those magazines. You get sucked into the magazine. I do. You're a sucker for the magazine. I do, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm losing my hair. Yeah, I'll get one of those I capitalist need hats. This bag. <laughs> I need this. It matches my <laughs> socks. <laughs> so it's only one hundred and fifty thousand Sky Mile points. Yeah, I'll apply for that up. credit card to get that. Yeah, it's from the lady walking down the aisle. Yeah, she's like, "Sir, 
Would you like? Would you, would you like, like the credit card? Would you like? Oh, I want a fucking drink though. Please. Yeah, I'd like a drink, credit card, and that handbag that you're <laughs> sporting. <laughs> She's like, uh, okay, make it happen. <laughs> chop chop now. She's like, you don't chop chop. All right, so me. now we know that you're a sucker for all things marketing all, in the weirdest places. If you were going to base a marketing scheme off of me, it'd be super easy. Like, oh yeah, all we got to do is put something shiny in his face, and he's buying. <laughs> you know, gets right out, gets his credit card out and goes for it. Um, so back to why we were talking about buying things in a, a gas station, truck stop, truck stop or a airport. Yep. Um, I saw Hartford Whalers yep. shirts at the airport and I was like, that might be the team. So I'm an idiot. Um, and I bought two shirts, one for me, one for Leslie, just because I was like, oh, this will be cool. Like, yeah. This can be our thing. Yep. And that's what I was going to sell it as to people that may ask. Um, and you decided to join together. She a, didn't. Like she a, didn't decide. I no, decided. I'm saying, but that's the story. Yeah. yeah it's a team was, effort. Yes. Like we're a couple. We love the whalers <laughs> together. <laughs> we go to Connecticut every <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. Um, we travel there. Um, that's where we, we own a home there. Whenever you're going to, is the Hamptons in Connecticut? Um, I think so. We'll just pretend they are for this conversation. So yes. you're going to the Hamptons and to, then you're going to catch a whalers uh, situation. <laughs> I don't know. Tell, all right, we're going to go I'm do just, some whaling. I'm trying to understand <laughs> the scene that, like, that we're doing. Um, so it turns out I'm an idiot. Um, I bought the shirts, got home, super excited about it. Yeah, we're going to be Oilers fans. Yeah. This is honestly, honest to God, what's going on in my head. Yeah. I'm like, I found my team. <laughs> I found them. <laughs> and turns out that the Oilers aren't anymore. Uh, so it's there's vintage, an expired shirt. Vintage. It's a vintage shirt. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. If you They turned into the Carolina Hurricanes. That's what happened. Mm. There is talk of the whalers coming back. So if they do, I'll already have the shirt and I can, it's faded. So it mm-hmm. looks like, hey, I've had it for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just pop up at a whalers game and be like, what's up, whalers fans? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden. You've been a whalers fan your entire life. Yes. Got the um, shirt in 1985. Yep. Whenever <clears throat> you were just a, a little guy. Yep. And yeah. that's the extent of. What is, what is the whalers? basically like they're if you look up their mascot it's yeah. uh a whale okay. i mean what sport sorry hockey okay yep yeah <clears throat> um nice. and so they were cool they looked cool yeah so coming back full circle to what we were talking about before gas station t-shirts yep dvd rentals um, gas station DVDs as well. Yes. Um, There's always something good in that bin. There is. You something. might have to dig at least to the bottom. <clears throat> I know. Cause you're like going through there like, yeah, dodgeball. And then you find um, like, like, you, um, you know what people don't like? Cause there's a hundred of those in there. Everything John Wayne. Right. I can appreciate a good John Wayne movie. So Cowboys. However, I don't know that I'm ever buying it. Like it's for sure going to be on TV, right? Yeah. Like on some or classic Netflix movie, or... like something or another. <clears throat> I want to know the person who has all the John Wayne DVDs. My grandpa. All of them? Probably. Really? I'm guessing so. I bought them for him. I say we go, that's what it's for then. <laughs> that's go. what the bin is for. Yeah. It's a, just an inexpensive gift. It is. Like last minute, you're a trucker, yeah. heading home for Christmas. 
Been on a long leg from California. Well, goddamn, my family member needs a John Wayne movie. <laughs> I really appreciate it. My papa <laughs> loves him. And uh, they buy that. And then... I've been looking for this everywhere. <laughs> I've been to every single I've Walmart. I've been to Suncoast. I've been to Walmart. Blockbuster. I don't think anybody's going to Blockbuster anymore. Uh, but, I mean, I'm sure they've been there. Yeah, movie gallery. Trying everything. Can't find Can't it. Can't find it, but... It is in that damn <laughs> it's truck here. stop bin. Yep. What other what other movies do you think are in there? Uh, Legends of the Fall with Brad Pitt. Yes, good yep. movie though. Yeah. Um, Talking about the natives. A lot man, of somebody got their scalp. Dances with wolves. Situation. Uh, yep. Another good one. Yep. It's always gonna be in there. Uh, Pocahontas. Yep. Seen a theme. Yep. You want to know what movie I think is underrated from our childhood time? Debbie Does Alice. Uh, nope, we're gonna keep with the same theme. Okay, ending in the cupboard. That was a great movie. That was such a good movie. Yep. So for all you children out there, ending in the cupboard. Watch it. <laughs> Show it to your kids. I remember watching it in the theaters on like when I was a kid. Awesome yeah. movie. Yep. It was like before its time. I felt like because we watched yeah. it. I remember watching it and being like, my mind was just blown. Like, they're small, but they're big. They're what's human. Happening? Whoa, it's a yeah. cupboard. Right. Like, are my things at home in the yeah. cupboard? Are they alive? Yeah. That is how you know people, um, except for the Hayes brothers who write movies, are on a lot of drugs. Yeah, totally. Who's coming up with the premise of that movie? Not me. Me either. No. Anyway, good movie. I bet it's not in that bin, though. I doubt it. Um, you might find a Three Ninjas in there. <laughs> that's true. You find some random ass shit in there. Yeah. Like some movies that you haven't seen since like, like 1993. Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. I I wish. <laughs> I would buy that. I would um, buy that one. Anything Chris Farley that's in there. Surf Ninja. Um, mm-hmm. Three Ninjas. Like. Three Ninjas. I'm Colt. Rocky. Tam Tam. <laughs> Rocky loves Emily. Yeah. Uh. Oh, random. Um, so did you pull up? Uh, truck stop t-shirts i just pulled up apparel and honestly i mean i said before that images were okay but they're actually not that great um Um, what i'm finding here so let me see if i can what do you have i've got loves and loves brandon store or whatever yeah what is it loves i shouldn't throw loves under the bus they're probably a really great facility what is your favorite Omaha gas station? My favorite Omaha gas station? Yeah. Oof, that is tough. Um, it's not the Mega Savers. It's not the Mega Savers. Unless you want Kratom. Sure. Right. I don't need to like... Uh, I don't... I don't need... What it... That's like an opioid, isn't it? Kratom? I, I don't have any idea. I think I've, it is. I think it like makes people just... Mm. Dude, it's like you go there and the pumps don't even work because that's just like to get you in. Hey, yeah. hey, you need a cell phone? You need right. uh, you need a burner phone? Like, here. oh, yeah, I just randomly stopped here at this Mega Saver so I could get a burner phone because I'm about to do a drug deal. I need a right. burner phone. You can get $2.67 off of gallon, each gallon if you come inside and buy a phone and Kratom <laughs> and whatever and other things you need. To it always crimes. smells like incense in Dude, there. Dude, always. Oh, and you're always like, somebody recently smoked marijuana in here. Probably all the time. Um you got any good ones? The one of the coolest truck stops I've ever been to is the big one out in um, Iowa land. You ever been there? It's called like I eighty truck stop or something like that. It's supposed to be the world's largest truck stop. 
lot going on in there. Is there? Yeah. But they also have a store, if you're wondering. And they have some pretty legit t-shirts with like big old semis. So I always feel like truck stop t-shirts always have something ridiculous written on them too it's like mm-hmm. these colors don't run t-shirts like that like the grunt style shirts mm-hmm. <laughs> grunt style shirts oh my gosh it's just like we talk about this me and my buddies my army buddies we talk about this all the time it's like nine line apparel i've bought some shirts from them yeah um I've never bought a grunt style t-shirt, but Nine Line Apparel at one point had some hoodies that were like, when I was still drinking, they had a beer koozie in them yep. and a bottle opener. And you were like, sweet, I can be an alcoholic easier now. Yep. And that's exactly what they're for. Um, and uh, so now it's like something happens in the mm-hmm. world. Like, oh my gosh, like Trump dropped the Moab, the mother of all bombs. In yeah. Afghanistan, whatever. They made a t-shirt for it. Like the protests are happening. They made a t-shirt. It's mm-hmm. just like yeah, somebody's buying these shirts, but it's like to us, I mm-hmm. th- I feel like, um, to us as veterans, and I I'm sure whoever owns those company is probably veterans too. It's just like roll your eyes and you're yeah. like, then you start seeing all the civilians wearing them and you're like, dude. Like, those are so stupid. Yeah. Like, those are dumb. Like, what you're saying, like, this really says who I am as a person, this shirt. Yeah. Like this. Like, I'm a wolf. I like what that shirt says about you as a person. Yeah. Asteroid wolf storm. That's what I am. And you come out of the end. You're the badass survivor. Yep. To me, that speaks more badass and, like, just red-blooded American than any like Moab success story t-shirt. Totally. Yeah. It makes, makes totally more sense. Yeah. At least I'm not, you know, this is like, I'm all wolves, all wolves, all wolves are awesome. Yes. I'm not like, Hey, this is Dallas Cowboys wolves. No, I'm I'm not about that. I'm like, this is just good old fashioned wolf. And that's all you need. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I even see, I didn't see this before, but if you like actually stretch it out a little bit, you have the entire pack behind you. Yeah. See, I'm the fastest runner in this pack. But you've not only been the badass to save yourself, you saved your entire pack. I told him. Well, because I went, like if I was that wolf, I went to the to wherever they're hanging out and I was like, hey, yeah. wolf buddies, um, there's an asteroid coming and an avalanche. Same Follow time. me. Follow me. I'll lead the way. Let me keep you safe. And they are just like, this guy is not full of shit. <laughs> this wolf knows. Motherfucker, we're getting there. Look at his face. Yeah. I trust that wolf. Yeah, totally. Let's go. So yep. I get it. Yeah, no, that's a much better depiction of someone's who they are. Yeah. Than the Moab shirt. I don't understand like the the thing behind the Moab shirt either. Yeah. Like, what are you, why are you wearing that? Right. What is it about? If you were there, maybe a different story, right? Yeah. Well, that's like a, I was there kind of, I persisted, persevered through the struggle that led up to this moment. And even through that moment, like I can see that. I understand that. But if you're just some guy in the middle of Iowa at a truck stop and you see that shirt, you're like, 
I'm definitely going this one over the wolf shirt. So pulling up, I just went ahead and typed in grunt style shirts. Yeah. Fragile flakes, like snowflakes, like yep. making fun of people that have feelings. <laughs> uh, I still don't, I don't understand all that. Yeah, I get some of it, yeah. but it's like, okay. Um, Stop whining, start doing. <sighs> That's a good one. Whiskey helps. <clears throat> I see that one. Yeah. Whiskey, Fox, or Tango, Fox, Rock. What the fuck? Um, Browning dating service. Like, I am the weapon. <laughs> what is this? Mount, mounted deuce. Like, I mean, oh my gosh. Like, it's just like, and people buy these. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a fan base for all this stuff. There is. It's like I collect every grunt style. I shirt. mean, listen, don't be a bitch. Be hard. Do you want to wear that shirt? Like, I'm, it's right here in front yeah. of us. Like, I mean, do I want to put that on where to like one of my kids, like little league games? The thing is, is that the words don't, don't be a, are very small and you can barely see it. And bitch is like real big. Super so like, big. you're basically just wearing a shirt that says bitch. I'm, I'm a bitch. Yeah. Whatever that uh, means. So anyway. <clears throat> and we were like, there is definitely, this is funny because these shirts and stuff like this <laughs> is because it's not triggering me at the moment, but um, they're just silly. And you know, I always yeah. see like the wrong people wearing them. Yeah. It's always like, yeah. Okay, buddy. All right. It's funny. I don't know. I, I saw these. I'm hilarious. <clears throat> the uh a lot of them are always very alcohol driven. Yeah. Um and we're trying to give off this persona of the military that drunks like and hardcore and probably should get away from that. <clears throat> that that's not the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's more to it. There's more depth to it. I imagine, but, and I mean, you have a whole book coming out. I'm assuming walking through some of this stuff, but I'm assuming it's a real easy, like coping mechanism. Yeah. Now, if you bought, if you bought one of these shirts and you're trying to be funny, yeah. like it's funny. Different. Yeah. It's different. But if you're buying these shirts and you're taking yourself seriously, that's different. Correct. I think I was talking to somebody earlier about like is there a natural like a persona about military people that they're just kind of like either standoffish or mm -hmm. that they are um full of themselves mm -hmm. and i said yes mm -hmm. i was very much that person mm -hmm. standoffish full of myself until i got into the civilian world and then it's like hey like people aren't out to get you and you don't yeah. have to it's not all you know like a fight mm -hmm. and it's very true though. That's mm -hmm. now going like going back and uh, looking back on things. It's like, Oh yeah, there is a, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And it's just like, you can't figure it out until you get out of that world yep. and separate yourself from it. But this is where those, yeah, I was just thinking, putting myself in a situation where it would be acceptable for me to buy one of these shirts mm -hmm. and it would have to be like me living on an army post mm -hmm. and everybody's wearing them. Yeah. And being like, hey, sweet grunt style shirt, man. <laughs> and you're at a, a uh, military hangout place. And uh, yeah, and everybody's got a grunt style shirt on. But 
in the civilian world, no, you're going to look like an idiot. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope to get into it in depth at some point or as we keep going, but like, um, you said something that was kind of fascinating. So I want to dig into it. Okay. For you, whenever you came back and adjusted to that civilian life, was that a process or was that like a, was there a moment where you're like, shit, this is different? Oh yeah. I think, uh, whatever I came, not so much from the deployments. I think each time it had its own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll just go out and say that like, I didn't have those deployments where it was like, I'm getting shot at and like my life is on the line. I'd say during our first deployment, every single day was like, we were taking incoming mortars. Mm -hmm. Um, for those that don't know what a mortar is, it's just, it can be different size. It's basically an aerial bomb that you drop in a tube shoots out and it can land wherever Mm -hmm. like, um, and we were getting that every single night and it was just kind of like high tension and you're just like always felt watchful on guard. Mm -hmm. And I think too, just the stress of where you're at and prolonged for a year. Mm -hmm. Um, and then come home and you're just kind of like, Oh wow. Nothing's changed here. Like life didn't stop, you know, um, at home. And then you go on your second deployment and you're just kind of like, blah, 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 like same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get out of the army and you're like, oh, like, I don't know what to do. You know, you, you're trying to like, you're kind of like, uh, so I get a job again. And I remember when I came out, uh, whenever I went into the army, I was working at, oh, I want to say MG Machining in Bedford, Iowa. And I think I was making like nine or ten dollars an hour when i went in yeah which was at the time was like to me pretty good money i think it was nine or ten mm-hmm. um and so i came out with that mindset i was like oh yeah like my first job was like 13 dollars an hour after the army and i was like whoa <laughs> and then you realize you're like that doesn't cut it yeah yeah and so then you're like yeah. So yeah, I think you have your perceptions like life gets put on pause, like yeah. civilian life, and then you go do army stuff yep. and you come back and reinsert yourself into society and you're just kind of like, I don't know what to do. I yeah. don't know how to take care of myself, like financially. Yeah. Um, or like how to set it up so that I have like a place to live. It's it's simple stuff that the army does for you. Mm-hmm. Like Gives you a place to live, takes care of all your meals, uh, takes care of all your health insurance, takes care of, hey, put your money and save it here. Mm-hmm. Um, gives you a paycheck every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like, gives you all your clothes, everything that you need to wear. Yeah. They tell you, this is how you do it. And as long as you don't deviate from the plan, you'll be just fine. You'll be successful. Yep. Um, but then you get into like the civilian world and you're like, uh. I got to dress myself again. It's like <laughs> learning how to live all over again. Yep. And so <clears throat> I think I definitely, I think even with our, what we do um, at our jobs and stuff like that, um, I think there was definitely a struggle mm-hmm. of, I don't like, like, uh, I don't know. I, I had to drop my guard. Like, yeah, there wasn't any more of, it had to be uh where I'm out trying to prove something. So I think 
Yeah, there was definitely a, a curve, a learning curve, mm-hmm. like readjusting from the military to, but I never did like want to go back. You know, like I never mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'd like to, I'm screw this. I'm going to go back and mm-hmm. just finish out like 20 years. Yeah. And uh, I'm in the guard, but <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's not that like appealing anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just, I have no desire to do it, but. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I have a buddy who uh, he talks about coming back and adjusting again to civilian life. And he explains it kind of the same thing that you're saying. Like, there's no real desire to like go back, but he does struggle with like that intense, like adrenaline kind of uh, uh, lack, maybe. Yeah. You know, like you were saying, like you were there and there's like always high tension and like you're constantly on watch and things like that. It's kind of the same-ish uh, type story. Yeah. Uh, but it's that, like, feeling like uh, there's nothing going on, like, in life. I mean, life is going on, but it's not like that in terms of, like, where your adrenaline levels are. Right. So, I don't know. Do you – can you, like, vibe with that? Yeah. <clears throat> I think, like, the first deployment coming home from Iraq and doing – I got home – um, and it was weird cause it just seemed like, Hey, you're in Iraq one minute and the next minute you're in Hopkins, Missouri. Yeah. And, um, I was like still on Iraq time, mm-hmm. which was, I can't even remember. Um, it's a good, it's nighttime here. It's daytime there basically. Yep. Um, and I was like trying to sleep, get back on a sleep schedule. Well, I didn't sleep for like three days when I first got back mm-hmm. and it was just like, I don't know if it was the stress of being home and like, there's just so much shit going on. Like Mm -hmm. there it's very simple. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what you have to take care of. And then, uh, you get home and it's just like, everybody wants to see you. You get, you're getting pulled in all these different directions and you're Mm like, fucking leave me alone. That's what you feel like in your head. Um, and then, um, I got to a point where I had, I thought I was having a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And so I was asleep I started to kind of drift off and then I, I would go into these things where I would start to fall asleep and then I would startle myself awake. Like I, cause I was afraid I'd stop breathing. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And so I remember that night, my mom, she was asleep. I was dozing off and I woke up and my heart was just boom, 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 like racing. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And so I like, like tried to chill out a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. I just thought, you know, maybe it's whatever. Um, and then it wasn't going away. So I like went in and I told my mom, I'm like, Hey, like, I think something's happening. Like, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what a heart attack feels like, but if it's, this is what it probably is. That felt felt weird enough to be concerned. My chest hurt. And I was just like, (sighs) couldn't slow my breathing. Um, and so she's like, we're taking you to the emergency room. She took me to the emergency room and they're like, you know, checking me over they're like where have you been in the past you know and i'm like well i just got back from iraq mm-hmm. and they're like when's the last time you slept and i was like like 72 hours ago probably yeah. and they're like good lord <laughs> so they basically gave me um what was that um sleeping pill um whatever it is yeah but it's a specific one anyway so it was a sleeping pill. Yeah. I'll find it like as soon as we're done here. 
but um i was i remember it made me feel drunk like i was just mm-hmm. like i remember like all the lines and the street lights and everything else were just like whoa whoa and um mm. ambien that's what it was called got it not good for people well some people maybe but sure I took that and I was just like out mm-hmm. like and everything was fine. And so I, then they gave me a prescription. I was taking it and it was basically, I was drunk dialing people like uh, on Ambien. Yeah. Like I wasn't drunk. I was that, yes. um, I woke up behind the wheel of my car one night. No. Yeah. Went to sleep in the barracks, woke up, I was in my car and I was like, how did this happen? Mm. Um, and so I was like, no more. Yeah. Um, better not take this anymore. Yep. And so it was giving me really strange mood swings. And like throughout the day, I was like, felt tired, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that was kind of the same for uh, whenever I went through rehab and they put me on antidepressants and everything else. And I just always felt like I can take care of this. Yeah. Um, it's just more of, hey, I need to eat better. Like, mm-hmm. I think Jim Carrey says it like, yeah, you can be depressed, but like if you don't eat better, or if you don't exercise, if you don't drink water, or get enough sleep, like you're not helping yourself any. Right. And I wasn't doing any of those things. Right. I think people forget that part. Like I am all for medication if it's helping like the natural or the chemistry in your body. Right. Yep. Um, but you have to start with diet and exercise too. Like those are like the natural ways to kind of put everything back like into equilibrium. Yeah. And then if that's not working, then we start looking at medication. I'm not a doctor, but I mean, I feel like that's the way we should probably go. But I think that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, just like giving yourself a fighting chance, really. Right. You know, it's like, hey, let's try this first before we say let's use prescription drugs. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I, I'm i not against it at all, you yeah. know. And, yep. and um, I think that certain situations, like it has to, it's got to happen, you mm-hmm. know. And your the chemistry in your body is all wrong, and yep. and something needs to get it realigned. Maybe it's not a permanent solution, but at least it's like going to help. Yes. And especially in children, I think. Yeah, I think there's a there's sometimes where you can like, I don't know. This is the most unscientific term or scientific way of describing this, but like kind of like snap start your uh, chemistry kind of back in order. Yeah. And sometimes, like you're saying, like it's not a long term like solution. It could be you know. Um, a session or two sessions or whatever it is with whatever thing that you're trying, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden like, okay, everything's back churning the way that it should. Yeah. Um, I think that too is like with alcoholics, mm-hmm. um, that's a big thing too is because I, it is, I feel like it's a disease and mm-hmm. the reason it should be treated as a disease. And the reason why is because just like, you know, the chemistry in your body is out of whack. Yep. And you're not going to just be like, like if you're depressed and all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to, you can't ignore it because honestly it takes, it'll, it'll take a toll on you. Like, I feel like the years that I drank, um, I spent all those years getting my body out of whack. Yeah. Like getting into where I wasn't sleeping well. I was having, you know, like not able to control my, my, um, core temperature mm-hmm. um sex drive was gone mm-hmm. um all this crazy stuff and it was like went into rehab and they were like dude you're like you're sick 
like you not yeah. not only physically sick but you're mentally ill yeah and this is why you're drinking is to cope with something mm-hmm. and that's the approach we took out from it and that's the approach that i look at others mm-hmm. um, um if i see somebody so for instance like an alcoholic can spot an alcoholic mm-hmm. like and you can tell me all day or not but it's it's pretty obvious that you are mm-hmm. not you um but i, say, I <laughs> you're drinking here have, Justin. we do have things to talk about yeah um <laughs> so i go out to a bar and it's obvious who is socially drinking and who's an alcoholic who's there to get something done yeah yeah and I don't see it as much here. Like you go to my hometown and stuff like that. And it's, it's real obvious, you yeah. know? Um, and people are coping with things. Yeah. People, this, that's a coping me- mechanism. Uh, they're drinking for a reason. My right. drinking for a reason was because there was a lack of really anything else going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to feel those things that I felt whenever I was overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, just the brotherhood, the, the feeling of, patriotism like fucking accomplishing something yep and whenever i would drink i would watch movies that were war movies Mm -hmm. and they would bring up those emotions for me and i like that Mm -hmm. and so it was like one or two beers was never enough it was always like 18 and then you're getting into the point where it's like passing out getting up the next morning do it all over again yeah and <clears throat> that was a, a disease. That's mm-hmm. how I was coping with it. Instead of like, hey, let's find other ways to like um, basically enjoy those years of, of service, um, like to going out, hanging out with veteran buddies or like mm-hmm. going to a gym and trying to recapture that emotion of, and that's, I think honestly in CrossFit, I found that because there was that high speed get shit done and and the camaraderie that comes along with it. Right. And I felt like it was funny because as I've, I worked out CrossFit for like five years, Mm -hmm. like basically. And then six months ago, the pandemic hit and all that stuff. I stopped going and I work out at home now, but Mm -hmm. I like it better now that I'm working out at home and it probably won't go back to a gym. Mm -hmm. Um, just for the simple fact that I'm in control. I don't need that like that high, high pace, high speed. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy taking my time and like, yeah, really like doing what I want to do. Because for you, that was a short, short term five year solution to yes. the, the thing, the, the thing that your your goal that you're trying to accomplish. And you've, you know, I don't know if you fully reached it or, you know, whatever, if it's a constant uh, yeah. battle, but yeah, I, I can see that how yeah. that's like a, that temporary fix for yes. the bigger goal. Anyway, yeah. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, I, I'm I, no, I totally get that's what you're awesome. Saying. So yeah, um, cover all that in my book that's coming out later this year. Dude, I'm excited to read that. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm excited. Is to it read gonna? It. Are you, are you gonna um, read it out loud so that I can listen to it on Audible? <sighs> I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know how. Like, like my publishing company, like they've sent me out stuff. Like, hey, this is what's gonna happen. Yep. Um, but um, reading it for audiobook, mm-hmm. I mean, I could probably do it here on my own, like mm-hmm. honestly, and and publish it that way, like as an audiobook. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I'd have to look into the rights and you get it. my vote. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I'd probably I have. I am saying you should do that as a fan. 
I'm saying you should do that. Mm. As a fan of Audible, not your book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Audible. (laughs) Audible is the way to go. I like Audible. Like, I like books too. Like, yeah. I there like is physically to, having a book. There is something to holding a book. I've never been able to like read on my phone or like any other no, device. If it's not, if I'm not listening to it, I want to be able to hold the book. Yeah, and read it that way. I went to the eye doctor yesterday and got like I have contacts in now, mm-hmm. and then uh, ordered new glasses and I ordered the blue blocking lenses because I'm always looking at a computer yeah. screen for whatever it is I'm doing. And I th- hopefully that's going to help with, yeah, with my eyesight. For me, it helps. Yeah, immensely. Yeah, I don't get headaches anymore. I used to get bad headaches. So we're reaching an hour. We're reaching an hour already. Yeah, holy smokes, dude! So time flies when you're having fun. Hey, let's bring it all full circle a little bit. So, yeah. are you saying that if you're, um, if you've got some investment in like this grunt style T-shirt that you're wearing, you're kind of shitting on like your efforts to kind of readjust back into the civilian world and taking everything that you did overseas for granted and you're basically <laughs> a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, oh, but okay. uh, I definitely think that uh, <laughs> there's better shirts to wear. <laughs> Buy a fucking wolf shirt from now on. Folks. See, like fucking, these are awesome. I wish they were more comfortable. I mean, I get it. I get the yeah. grunt style shirts. You look muscly. You can go into a gym. Everybody's like, that guy would kick your ass. Yep. And you don't mess with him if he's got his don't tread on me shirt on. Yeah. You don't tread on him. I mean, but uh, if you have on a wolf shirt, everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Don't. That guy's got something going on and I'm loving it. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> he's a party animal. <laughs> that dude is the guy at the party that you just yeah. want to talk to him. He's right. He does probably opiates, um, shrooms. I mean, whatever. I don't, um, but <laughs> the guy, the wolf guy, the guy we, who made that shirt does. So and that's what we can. Here's do. what I will do. The first person to let's see, what should we do? What 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 would what could we get our fans to do? People that are listening. Are are we doing like uh, a giveaway of this shirt? Oh oh, the shirt off your back. The shirt off my back. The Wolfman shirt right off the wolf's back. Yep. Autographed by me. Nice. What What could we have somebody do? Well, don't, we're not going to have you do anything. I was going to say, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what we can do. Let's get uh, the 100th the person maybe to like either download this episode or con- or like it. What do you want? No, too cliche. No, let's no, let's do. So, the the tenth caller, <laughs> the tenth caller, and oh my god, they're calling in right now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so let's do the first person to like, share, and tell five friends about it in the comments. Tag five people in the comments. The so you got to like this post, yes. this video, you got to share it on your page, and you have to tag five friends in it. The first person to do that gets this shirt. And if you're not already, already following Rad Country, we're moving to the next person. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Got to be a fan. <clears throat> so that's it. You get the shirt. Only worn once. Can I do it? Hmm. You're not getting the shirt. Oh. You're not. You're Radwashy. 
That's right. I have my Radwash shirt on too. I don't even have a Radwash shirt. I don't have a Rutger Country shirt. So yeah, 150 of them back here. Well, 20 bucks. <clears throat> Call me out in front of everybody, <laughs> in front of all of our friends. Just kidding. All right. So we're, uh, yeah, we're out for this week then. This is it. Yeah. Until next time. So um, next week we'll have a, we'll let you know this week yep. what's going on. We got some exciting stuff coming up. Yeah. So. We're not going to drop hints anymore. So no more. Sorry. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for tuning into Rad Country, and we'll see you again uh, next week. Absolutely. We'll catch you later. <laughs>